sad that I can't hear you sing on the reg. I think um, this, this will, this will delight our, our listeners. I I just decided that they'll be delighted. (laughs) They will be delighted. Um, When you and I were roommates, um, it was always so much fun to listen to you practice songs on your guitar and to practice singing. Like of all of the roommate noises uh, that, that one can be expected to tolerate within their lifetime, that's like way, way, way over on the on the uh, side of the spectrum. That's like the best possible roommate noises. Aww. It's just like hearing like lovely, lovely singing, lovely music playing. Besides, like I- I'm going to abuse my personal knowledge of you mm. and your relationship. Oh, Lord. Um, Here goes. It was you playing a guitar that oh, brought you comes. and your then boyfriend together. That's true. I have had uh, one of my guitars as long as I have had my husband. Because uh, we we uh, we went to the guitar store to pick it out together. And uh, I won't repeat what he said because it was very sweet and gross. And everyone, no one wants to hear that. Um, anyway, so what happened was <laughs> no! she was playing this particular guitar, which is like, um, it's it's a, it's a, it's a very classy, very pretty looking guitar. It's got like some like mother of pearl accents. It's got like the this sort of like um like reddish pinkish sort of rose woody type look mm-hmm. to it. And um and she's strumming and she's like, I don't know. What do you think? I don't sound like boyfriend? that, you motherfucker. And he was like, I really like this one. I think it looks nice with your hair. And then he reached <laughs> And gently, <laughs> gently caressed your cheek. That's how I remember it. So, see, if you don't tell your own stories, then I'm, I'm, I'm gonna add some, some spice. And then he's like, "Oh, no. oh when you sing with this guitar, it leaves a space in your mouth. It's perfect for my tongue to just go ahead and slip right in there." I don't okay, know why is, he's a surfer. No, that is completely <laughs> false. What he says, what he, what he said was, when you sing with this guitar, it looks like my dick can fit into your mouth perfectly. It wasn't his tongue. It was his dick. Get it right. God damn. Thank you. What did he really say? <laughs> um, he said something like, well, I don't really know much about guitars, but I really like this one because it looks kind of cool with your hair. I was <laughs> right about it. Wait. <laughs> Let the record reflect. Not only did I- Um... Should, should we should we get get it going then? Yeah, uh, I'm I'm Piggy. <laughs> I'm Kitty, and I'm cutting all of that out. Yeah, no, nothing nothing's staying from the intro. Uh, we are the bitches, and bitches get riches. We are five little kids in a trench coat, and we're here to convince you to buy us booze and cigarettes from the corner store. Our time on this planet is limited, so let's get started. Today's letter comes to us from our Tumblr. If you aren't already following us on Tumblr, go to bitchesgetriches.com tumblr.com and we ask and answer a lot of questions there 
Um, so the question is, hey, bitches, I hope you can help me on time. I recently accepted a job offer after six-ish months of being unemployed. Yay! Woo! I start this Monday, and I want to know what are the most important things you should do on your first day of work. I'm a fresh grad, so all of this is new. I keep finding lists with, like, 15 things, and that's way too many to keep track of, so I need help. Also, one bit of advice I often saw was that I should check in throughout the day with my manager or boss. How exactly do I do this? Well, this oh, is a good this question. Is, this is this so is pure. A question. I know it is so pure. They just want to do a good job. We'll um, help you. We we are here to help. Bitches to the rescue. Um, so, I first of all, like. I feel like some combination of all the like 15 things you should do on your first day of work, like that's probably all correct. But I do want to say like the most important thing I can recommend, don't try too hard. I am so glad that you said this because you and I are on the exact same page about this. Um, In my very first ever corporate job, um, one of the best possible lessons I could have learned, I learned in my very first week. And it was to chill the fuck out and stop with the overachieving shit. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of people um, in school get the idea that um, I should give my all to everything, which is amazing. But when you start working in a communal workplace, um, unless you're working in a role like sales, where you're kind of like out on your own, when you're working as part of a team, you have to pay attention to the pace that everyone else works in. Um, and you need to learn that if you don't match that pace, you're either not carrying your weight or you're making everybody else look bad. Um, and this is something that no one told me about, but I remember very distinctly on my very first day, um, my mentor, um, who was basically in my same role, but much more senior than I was. Um, she said, um, you know, here's, uh, a document that we need translated into Spanish. Very simple design task for for a beginner. Um, Just take the existing document, strip it out, put in the the new content from the copy deck. Um, And I came back to her 20 minutes later and I was like, okay, I did that. Now what? And she sort of paused and looked at me a little bit like, oh, um, I thought that was going to take you like half of a day. So... Um, I have one other thing for you, but then I'm going to have to start thinking of things for you to do. Um, So I took that um, as that person was telling me quite literally, that is the type of thing I expect you to spend half of a day on in the future. So the kind of stuff that maybe seems like um, for a student, like you're, you're thinking about like, oh my God, the deadline is on this date. So I need to have it ready to go by this time. Like reorient yourself so that you're thinking about it more in terms of like, um, what is the current pace of the team and how can I match that in a way where I'm not a crazy outlier working either very slowly or very quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that kind of ties into the, their final question, which was, you know, how, how to check in, with the boss throughout God, the day. God, not every couple of hours. Yeah, exactly. And I, like, I say this as somebody, I used to be the internship coordinator at my old job, and I would have, we didn't have a lot of space, so very often the intern was sharing an office with me. I had kind of an extra desk uh, under the window, and, you know, so it, they were, like, in my space, and I was, you know, teaching them because they're an intern, but I also had my, like, regular job to do, 
And sometimes I would have interns who, like, as soon as they would finish each task, they'd be like, okay, I got, th- I, I'm done with that. And it would definitely be, like, faster than I expected them to. Um, and, like, I would sometimes run out of, like, prepared things for them to do. So I'd be like, read this chapter in this book. Like, read this whole manuscript. Like, just, like, finding stuff for them to do that would give me the time to continue my job. And I, I do think, you know, an internship is very different from a, a full-time job. And, and uh, you know, your first day at your internship is going to be a little different from your first day at, you know, a job. Um, but you can benefit from, like, spending some time. Uh, you know, Kitty mentioned reading the company handbook, but I would say also just, like, familiarizing yourself with any, like, database or file organization or, like, internal server. Like, just, like, know your way around the company's uh god this is sounds so fucking lame like the company's internal you know file organization like my my new job which i've had for a year and a half now so it's not really new but like my first week was just like every time i tried to do something new it was like okay i don't know where those files are located i don't know how to find that spreadsheet etc etc so you know i spent a lot of time just like figuring shit out and like working on the processes and learning that Um, And that's stuff that, like, someone can explain to you, but you also should, you know, take the time to poke around and get your hands dirty and and learn it yourself as well. Um, But, you know, don't don't feel bad about bothering your boss. Don't feel bad about bothering your other coworkers, but definitely, like, try to keep that to a minimum. Um, And, you know, get to know them, ask questions that are pertinent, but just be aware that it might be your first day, but it's their 100th or whatever. Yeah. Um, sometimes, uh, I know this is true with interns. I've been in the same situation and it's true of new employees as well, that sometimes, um, getting stuck with babysitting them is kind of its own, um, task and it's not one that people love. Um, so get comfortable with like, have something to do to occupy yourself. Um, I think it's incumbent on you to tell people, Hey, I'm like, I'm in, I've got my, my emails working, my voicemail set up. I did all the things that IT told me to do on my first day. Like I have capability now. If you want me to help you with anything, just come over to my desk and grab me. Um, once you've told people that and made made everyone, especially your boss, aware that like I am here now and ready to work. Um, after that, like chill out, go like read some fan fiction or something to like occupy your time. <laughs> don't don't do the like thing of of kind of. Um, popping up at somebody's desk every 10 minutes going like, okay, I did this and now what? Because that in and of itself is kind of its own task for your manager. They they hired you because they want you to a certain extent to be um, a self-starter. And if no one's giving you something, just start poking around. Um, yeah. What, what are some of the things that, that you would say on, on your first day are really helpful to start doing? Um, let's see. I know we've sort of beaten the dead horse of, you know, don't try too hard. Don't be uh, all up in people's business. I would say, you know, introducing yourself to the people you're going to be working with yes. is a great thing to do. Get to know the people you're going to be working with so that you have an understanding of, you know, their work style and what they need from you and who they are as a person. Um, I thought that one of our production editors didn't like me for the longest time because she has a very abrupt email style. Turns out she's the one who like brings cookies to the office every Friday and is like a mother hen. Yes. She just is so busy that she prefers to spend her time 
uh, not emailing. So her emails are very short, like very, like, like I said, abrupt, and they, they come off as rude when really she just is trying to maximize her time efficiency. I think that's, um, that's a super valuable thing to point out because um, I think one of the most valuable things you can do Aside from learning, you know, set up one-on-ones with anyone who's on your team, anyone who you might end up working with, um, even if it's someone infrequently, and just say, like, I'd love to get a coffee or a tea with you or lunch or a snack and just hang out. Tell me about what it is that you do. Tell me about your role. How can I help you as I get up to speed on my role? Um But then also just like make chit chat, get to know them as people. That's going to be incredibly valuable. If you can know, like, here's the communication style of this particular person. Um, Here's what they're passionate about outside of work. Like all of that's going to be really valuable because I found for what it's worth in working in corporate America, the number one thing that will make me butt heads with coworkers is when we have very misaligned sense of stakes. Um, mm-hmm. There was, I, I remember there was a, um, an internal client that I was working with and she was being such a pain in the ass on a, a regular project of mine. Like from my perspective, there's nothing special about this project, but she was just being incredibly exacting and um, very, for me, like bossy and up in my shit. And I was like, this, this, this is not working. This is creating conflict. So I kind of just like got coffee with her just to sort of reset. And we ended up just chit chatting and not talking about the project. And what I learned from that chit chat was that this project represented like half of her goal for the year. So to me, it was just a regular project. But to her, it was the culmination of a massive amount of work that very much determines whether she has a budget next year, whether she has a a job next year. Mm. Like it was really high stakes. Once I understood that I was like, Oh, we are going to communicate so much better because now I'm going to understand why everything is so high stakes for you in this case. And I'm just like over here, like with my like stoner attitude, like, yeah, I guess it's good enough, whatever. (laughs) No, absolutely. And I like, it's, it's weird that, on a first day, you know, it's so much about the people and learning their styles of working and communication. Um, But that's really what's going to help you the most, I think. And I also want to caution any, you know, first day employee from oversharing about themselves. Mm. Um, And this, this is a really weirdly specific bit of advice, but it's because I've met people in the past who like, they tell you their whole life story. It's like, okay, I'm just trying to work here. Um, But yeah, no, it's, it's hard to sort of warm up to somebody who wants to tell you their whole life story on their first day of work rather than, you know, just like focusing on, on learning things that are useful to both of you, such as, you know, your communication style and how you prefer to work together and the speed at which you work. Um, I'd also say like, don't worry too much about what people think about you. Um, If I may share an anecdote from my first day of work at age barely 23, um, this is going to sound so stupid, but I uh, I showed up to my first day of work um, and I was, you know, I was dressed up a little more than I needed to be for the office, but it was it was still, you know, it was fine. It's a professional setting. And I I parked my car and before I went in the building, I was like, 
I don't have like a very professional looking lunch box or anything. And I don't know like when people take lunch or if they eat at their desk, like what's the protocol? And I just like totally psyched myself out because I was so worried about like looking lame by taking a lunch break that I didn't know what to do. So I just, I left my lunch in the car. I, it was like a sandwich or something, but I just left it in the car. Um, and at like 2.30 or 3, I was so hungry that like I couldn't hold out anymore. And I hadn't noticed like anyone else leaving for lunch or anyone saying like, it's the lunch hour now. And like, up to that point, I had only had either retail jobs or service industry jobs where it was very clear, like when you broke for lunch. Um, so I was like, God, I'm, I'm hungry. I just, I can't help it. I like, I'm going to sneak down to my car and get my lunch. Totally like idiot move, right? I should have just like eaten my fucking lunch, like brought it into the building in the first place. But so I go down, I get my sandwich and on my way back to the office, I pass my, my new boss in the hallway and he's like, oh, are you just eating lunch now? And like laughed out loud. And I was like, oh God, now I look even more awkward for like overthinking this and waiting until so late to grab my lunch, but I'm so hungry. And I just like, I just want to eat it so bad. So the moral of the story is just like, just do natural human things. Don't overthink it. Nobody fucking cares when and where you eat your lunch, uh, especially if it's an office job. Like just calm down. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Don't let your your weird anxieties get the better of you. Totally. I No, I've definitely had those kinds of like, so like, um, do people ask to go to the bathroom or do they just get up and so do like, it? Is it like high school or like college? Do we need passes? I'm like ready. I'm like ready to go home. It's five o'clock. I don't have anything else to do. Can I? Can, can I, I just leave? go? Like, do I need to talk to? Him? Who do I? Who do I check? Like with? all of those feelings are punch totally out? normal. And I think you have the most goodwill when you are a brand new employee. So that's the time to ask questions that you're afraid might make you sound dumb. In the past, I've heard a lot of advice that like first impressions are everything. First impressions are so important. I guess maybe there are some like really judgmental people who their opinion of you is formed in the first five minutes of, of your first day there. But I, I will say, I will share an anecdote about the, the last time I had a first day on the job. I missed my orientation because as I was driving <sighs> in on my very first day, my car died on the side of the highway. <sighs> And I was so overwhelmed. I'm like, it's my first day. So I'm like wearing more makeup than I usually do. I'm wearing like a nice dress, but now I'm broke down on like September 1st um, and it's like 90 degrees out. So I'm sweating like a hog, um, calling a tow company. Hey now, (laughs) hey now, hogs. Let's let's not denigrate the noble swine species. I was sweating like a whore in church. I was There you go. That's bad. I was it was <laughs> bad. Um and so I kind of I had to get towed and I called my brand new boss and I was like, uh, "Hi Mike. I'm um on my way. I'm literally broke down on the side of of this tollway. And he was like, oh, my gosh, do you want me to come get you? Like, and I was like, no, 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 no. I'm, what a sweetheart. He, he's, he's really, he's a nice guy. I really like him. Um, like, don't feel like, I, I think especially folks who are very young, who are in their first role, get this feeling of like, there's some kind of threshold that you pass over when you become an adult where, where you have to like sort of, know everything and be 
like your parents were to you when you were children, this sort of endless source of knowledge about how the world works um, and always having it togetherness. And that's just not Mm -hmm. how it works. And I think you get more comfortable as you sort of uh, evolve in your life and in your adult identity where, um, you know, now I've met with folks who are like executives at my giant company who are, you know, probably making a half a million dollars every year. And I remember the first time I met one of them, she was like, I was in the lactation (laughs) lounge. Like what did I miss? Like folks get a lot more comfortable. I think about just like, here is who I am. Here is where I'm at. So don't feel like you have to like be this sort of weird, perfect automaton. You can still be a human being and and you will not like mess up your life. No one had a bad opinion of me for my car breaking down on my way into the office on the first day. It was just a funny anecdote. Absolutely. So moral of the story here, just like, it's going to be fine. Just calm down, like spend your first day meeting people and familiarizing yourself with the systems and the processes. Don't check in with your boss every hour. Like it's going to be fine. And ask lots and lots of questions because ask lots of questions. This is the time where, where you get a pass and be, and be nice. Be nice. Like, yeah. I, I know that goes without saying, but like, you've already got the job. Like, there's no reason to impress anybody. Like, they're not going to fire you after the first day unless you, like, really fuck up. Um, and that's unlikely. So, you know, just be a, a polite, nice, uh, gracious person, and it'll all be yeah. fine. Um, are you good yeah. with that? Um, yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. Listeners, if there's a question you'd like for us to answer, go to bitchesgetriches.com and click the bitches. There's only one way to guarantee that we will answer your question, and that's to become a Patreon donor. If you like what we do and you want us to keep going, please become a Patreon donor and support us with whatever donation amount you're comfortable with. We also have a merch store where you can buy t-shirts and principal worksheets and more. Finally, there are some free things you can do to say thanks. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, whatever you use. It bumps us up in the charts and makes us easier to find. Follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Pinterest, and subscribe to our articles so you never miss anyone. You can do all of that at bitchesgetriches.com. Uh, is there anything else that they should know? Uh, yes. So when I was about to get married, my mother-in-law uh, told me that the only way to get my husband to do anything was to convince him that it was his idea. And I was like, that's some heteronormative nonsense. Uh, and yet she was completely right. And I'm ashamed to say that this works every time. Don't worry. I won't tell him about this podcast. Great. Bitches out. Bitches out.